podcast where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. And I'm producer Henry J. Thanks for joining us on episode number 100, which is brought to you by Milltown Credit Union. Check out their no annual fee visa credit card with a low 9.5% rate. Some restrictions may apply. Learn more at milltowncu.org or visit them at 3201 Broadway. Okay, so on today's very special 100th episode, my Donald Trump hands go in here since we're on uh, we're on Facebook, Facebook Live. Live. Uh, we're going to do the usual. We're going to uh, pick out our events from the weekly goodness on our Life in Everett section. We're going to ask each other if we still love Everett, and then we're going to play some Everett Essentials trivia, and then we will answer any questions that come across the chat. So we're live. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. All right, my friends, let's take a look at some events happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. So we'll start with you, Tyler, but if anyone else out there on Facebook Live has events they're excited for this week, feel free to comment. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, so what I really want to do is I want to go to the Fisherman's Village um, announcement, lineup announcement party. It's on um, Saturday, but I'm going to be down in Portland. But people should definitely check that out. It's at Scuttlebutt Tap Room, 8 p.m. on Saturday. Moondoggy Spirit Award and uh, New Forms are playing. But I think what I'm going to actually be able to pull off this week is probably Engage Everett, uh, Wednesday, 4.30 at Crucible. Nice. That's what I'm planning on going to as well. Oh, really? Maybe we can go together. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Go get some din-din. Go hang out. Now we're talking. Yeah. No, I was going to do... Engage Everett, but I also wanted to plug an event at the VFW for Christopher Bragg because uh, they've been doing a remodel over there. And he did an article a while back with some before photos at the beginning of the remodel and uh, did an interview with someone over there. And he's going to be going back uh, to do a follow up piece um, at an event they're doing this Thursday. It's an event for Snohomish County veterans uh, called Stand Down, it's a free one day event. Uh, dedicated to providing our veterans uh, in need, uh, much needed services from dental screenings to benefits counselors to housing information. Um, Another thing they're expanding and doing this year is they're having a women's pavilion uh, with women's specific services offered for women by women, uh, which is pretty cool. So if you know any veterans in need of services, that's this Thursday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the VFW at 2711 Oaks Avenue. Uh, so definitely check that out. And how about you, Henry? What is your event pick of the week? Wow. Oh, and I forgot to mention too, sorry, on that VFW one, that that was not in the weekly goodness, but it is on the calendar. So you can find more details there. Sorry, Henry. I will be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually recording with my band all week, so, or all weekend, so I've, I can't really get away. I'll be <laughs> locked in a room with three other sweaty men for like 72 hours. This is the worst um, uh, weekly goodness segment ever. Hey, what are you doing this week? Nothing. Right. I'm going to be gone. <laughs> I'm going to be gone. I'm gonna, yeah, you're going to be gone. I'm going to be inside of a room. Um, but I really do want to go to the Fisherman's Village announcement party. Uh, I played with Spirit Award on Friday, and they're a very good band. I enjoy them a lot. Um, so, uh, yeah, go to that. There's going to be a special surprise, I've heard. That's the announcement video is going to be shown. Oh. They're doing another one. So I don't know awesome. if I'm supposed to say that. but nice. Well, you just did. I just did. Sorry, RC. It's live. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it's live and nobody can take this back. <laughs> also, Mary Adams commented about the bingo going on at Whittier Elementary this week. Uh, it's five bucks on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. We'll have concessions, a raffle, a silent auction. Uh, should be pretty sweet. Uh, that's what we picked out for this week. For more details and to get the weekly goodness sent to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveinever.com slash subscribe. All right. So for this week's Life in Everett section, we're going to be asking each other uh, one big question. Do you still love Everett? We put the question out on Instagram, uh, and we have some interesting responses. We do, and I can't look at them because we're using my phone to <laughs> live stream right now. So if somebody wants to pull up the gram, uh, we can take a look. Most of the questions, though, uh, from the last time I checked was uh, everybody still loves Everett. So, <laughs> Yeah, you said there was a lot of yeses <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one, one no, I believe. Yeah, there was one just like straight up. No, I think it's important to mention this question in context and how we, why we decided on this question. And, uh, we've been doing live in Everett for a few years now and the podcast for, I guess about two years now. And we go and we do these, uh, videos every week and we're out in Everett all the time. And so like loving Everett is part of our job now. And I feel like in a different way, if we go out and be social, we almost have to be on because it's our job to love Everett. Right. Um, and so this is what we were talking about and kind of asking each other the question, like what has changed or how has live in Everett, uh, like the work that we do through live in Everett changed you and how you think about Everett. Yeah. And I would also frame that for anyone else listening on the Facebook live of, uh, if they want to, uh, engage with this conversation, I think it'd be interesting to hear people's input and they could maybe think of it from the perspective of, Maybe since they first moved here or, you know, maybe if they've been a part of something in Everett over the last few years and if their feelings have changed about things. Um, but yeah, I, I am interested to kind of hear, hear from you guys on how your thoughts about Everett have uh, maybe changed or evolved since we've been doing this living everything. Tyler, take it away. I think one of the most noticeable things that has changed is... Um, I feel like I can't go out to eat the same way that I used to because we've eaten at so many places with Live in Everett. I mean, when we were just at Booping this week, we were like, Garrett, you and I were asking like, where haven't we been or where do we still need to go? And we've been to like, I don't know. I feel like just about everywhere good in Everett, you know? Um, A lot of the, well, we were kind of joking because like last week, um, I think someone asked for for suggestions about where, where should we go next? And almost like, every place that people suggested. I think to. you were saying this, Henry, that it's like, Oh, been there, been there, been there. Yeah. And that does happen every once in a while. <laughs> the living every TVs. It's just like, we've, we've done that. We've yeah. Done it all. A, a lot of the hot spots, we've, we've already hit them. This yeah. is probably like what the Simpsons feel like now <laughs> in their 30th year on the air. Yeah. We've probably done not. It. We've done it all. Um, but you know, like I grew up like pretty humble means, you know, Stouffer's lasagna. And if we went out to eat, it was like red Robin and stuff like that. And, um, Definitely eating a ton of good stuff with Living Everett, and I feel like I'm like not, um, I'm like way more picky in a way that I'm not sure if it's a good thing or not, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Stevie K. Wallace says, There's just something about living here. We both moved away and returned. It's got some sort of draw. So I do feel like there is something to leaving uh, to like give you some extra perspective, you know, because I, I grew up in the north end of the county and 
I don't feel like I really learned to love it here until I moved away for a few years. I went and lived in Southern California cause I, I hated the rain. I was really passionate about skateboarding at the time. And then after I left for a few years, I got kind of homesick and I was like, ah, I kind of miss the Northwest. And that's when I decided that to, to move to Everett. And, um, my, my brother did the same thing too. They lived in Everett, moved away and, and came back and it's a good place to be. Yeah. The other thing that I would say about this work is I feel like when we first started living Everett, we were trying to convince people to love Everett along with us. And I, I don't feel that anymore. I feel like Everett is like, I don't know. I feel like I was always trying to argue with people about the merits of Everett. And now I feel like I don't have to argue with people about how Everett rules. People are just like, yeah, Everett rules. And so, um, what if someone doesn't think Everett rules? I never experienced that anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe, it's, maybe through the Herald exist. comments or something like that, run into somebody. I do live in a optimistic, uh, bubble. Bewitched Heather, bewitched underscore Heather on Instagram says at times I'm on the fence about Everett. I wish it was safer. The past five years, it's gotten a lot worse. Hmm. Have the both of you experienced any of that at all? Any sort of crime, crime time? Uh, I, I have experienced crime in Everett, definitely. Uh, one thing that has stuck with me, um, and I can only speak for myself, of course, is I've heard people t- went talking about Everett, about the difference between being safe and feeling safe. And I wouldn't say there's ever been a time in Everett where I've personally like, not actually been safe and like been in danger, but I would say there's definitely times when I don't like feel super safe, you know? Or like, like if my wife told me she was going to go walk around certain areas, like in the middle of the night, like I'd be nervous, you know, like that's probably not a great idea. Um, but for the most part, I I feel like it's a pretty safe place. Like if you're kind of minding your own business and doing your own thing, like I haven't seen that many issues, but I'm curious if you guys have any thoughts on that as well. I feel like it's always felt like Everett, the perception of safety to me, I have to recognize like I'm a six foot two white male, you know, so I have a way different perception of safeties than maybe a female or person of color. Um, I don't feel like it's gone downhill in a way that is unique to Everett. I don't feel like it's gone downhill actually. Um, in terms of safety, I think that the, challenges that Everett is facing are like the same challenges that a lot of communities are facing, right? With the opioid crisis. And, um, it's hard to be poor and on drugs, you know? And I think that there's, there's uh, something special about Everett. Everett's a real place. You know what I mean? It's not like swept under the rug or, those people who are struggling in life, they're, they're not, um, we don't like force them out. You know, we sort of welcome, welcome them and see them as people. And that's one of the main reasons I chose Everett personally and decided to stay here is because it was a real community. And I think if that changes, Everett's going to lose something that's really special to me, but that's my opinion on it. Um, art of Josh, uh, it says, I love Everett, but I feel like it's difficult to bike across the city and I can't wait for the day when it's easier to travel by bike or foot without feeling afraid of getting hit by a car. 
Uh, I hear that. Have you considered wearing more padding? Have you considered a car? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Not cool. (laughs) Yeah, I I bought a bike this whatever fall, and I've only ridden it twice because I'm still not like 100%. Well, it sucks out, but I'm also still not 100% like confident in riding around in Everett without, you know, without the fear of getting hit. It's like, oh, okay, I know that I can go down like this street and this street and not this street. I can't go here. I can't go there. So it's got a point. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little torn on this because I, I, I do feel like um, things could be a little better. But I grew up in a super rural area that had like no shoulders on the sides of the streets. And right. so to me, like walking and biking in Everett is such a dream. Um, like it's amazing, like just to have sidewalks. That's like when I was a kid, like that's what I dreamed of. It's like, I just want to be able to walk places, you know? Um, but, but definitely though, I mean, like there's, there's some busy streets that are are sketchy to cross for sure that I do hope we, we continue to become a more bicycle and pedestrian friendly city. Cause that's one of our greatest assets in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I feel like research shows that cities that are more walkable or more bikeable, people are happier, right? And you have to sort of build and design the city and infrastructure and like where garbage cans are placed and bike lanes and all of that to make the city more bike friendly. And in doing that, people who love cars are going to be affected. Uh, And I feel like people in cars always see it as like a zero sum gain, right? Like if the city becomes more bike friendly, then it's going to be harder to get around by car and I don't know I just don't understand how people could hate bicycles you know like I feel like anytime something comes out about making ever more bicycle friendly somebody some hater or group of haters from the Herald are like oh this is a waste of money I'm with you Josh I want Everett to be more bike friendly Hot Rod Heidi is watching which is hey Heidi Episode two, guest on episode two, Hot Ride Heidi. That's right. People always forget that the parking is not timed on weekends in Everett like it is in Seattle. Keep Everett weekends parking free. That's what Mm, I say too. Good point. Keep free weekend parking, please. That's a good reminder, Heidi. And night after six too, right? After six. And then the Ever Park Park opens up, which I always forget about. I'm just like, oh, what am I going to do? Just go park at Ever Park for free, for free. That's a great service for sure. Definitely. Um, what else is up here? I, I didn't really chime in on if I love Everett or not. Yeah. And, let's uh, hear it. So I lived in Everett, what, 10 years ago, I guess now. And, um, it was vastly different from, I wanted to like live in the city. I think you and I both had kind of the same kind of like, Oh, well I'll move to a smaller city and then I'll eventually move to Seattle. City right? training wheels, right? City training wheels. You have to go to, to Everett. That's the city training wheels. So I lived, like half a block up the street from where we are now. And there was like nothing to do except go to Silvertip games, which is what I would do often. I would just walk down the, the hill. I go. disagree. There was tailgater Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. What a great, what a great place that was. I wish it was still around. Dollar, um, dollar beers, right? <laughs> Tailgaters. That's why they're not around anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can't do that in this city. Um, so yeah, it was just like vastly, vastly different from uh, from what it is today. And I I love coming down here and just seeing everything. And 
I, I do find that it's it's hard sometimes and like especially with food I feel like I've exhausted all options of things um, yet yesterday I was just like driving around for like 15 minutes like what do I want to eat what can I eat that's cheap and quick taco book taco book was out of the way for me because I was in downtown and I just ended up getting a slice of pizza but like you know sometimes like that it's like oh I should know these things I should know where to go because I'm here I work for live in Everett but it's like at the same time I don't know where to go or I'm bored of that or you know I don't know it's that's that's where I get kind of hung up on Everett sometimes it's like I wish that there was more to explore maybe specifically in North Everett and close to my home but don't you feel like more. any time that you live in a neighborhood let's say that you live on Capitol Hill for a couple of years right you're starting to be like, I know everywhere in my neighborhood. But I feel like the rap, there's always rapid growth happening, especially in Seattle, right? That's like the most growing city in the, in, the, in the country. But I don't know. I just feel like I always read about something new opening or something new happening in like The Stranger or whatever. And it's like here, it's like we're obviously at a, at a slower pace. Mm-hmm. So it's not the fault of the I think the, the city, slow pace is good, though. I do, oh, I do too sometimes, but I don't know. I just want like something quick that I can eat at night. At night too. At night oh, yeah. That is a good call. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've had McDonald's two times this weekend <laughs> uh, because there's nowhere for me to go after midnight except for like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Yeah, after Taco midnight, Bell. there's probably like no local spots really open. Nothing. Not except like independent spots. Sound except view. for memos. The sound view. Yeah, the sound. Well, yeah. Is it memos or memos? I thought it was memos. I think it's whatever you want it to be. It is whatever you want it to be. I think it's memos. I don't know. Sandra or Sandra uh, says, I live in South Everett by Mariner High School and sometimes feel so disconnected from downtown Everett. Do others feel like that? Yes, they do. And we here at Live in Everett are trying to remedy that. Uh, Linda Warbonnet, who uh, contributes, she's our admin. She lives in the Holly neighborhood and she has definitely like opened... Um, our eyes to a lot of what's going on in South Everett. And we've been going down there a lot for living, not a lot, a lot for living Everett TVs, but we're making our way further South. I feel than we have in the past. It's funny. Pretty rad. How you said that taco bill, taco book feels out of the way taco from downtown. Bill. Shut up. <laughs> uh, taco book feels out of the way for downtown. And that's how, but I was like in downtown proper and I, I needed it. food at that time. If I was at home, because yeah. I live on 16th. Yeah, I would go. But to it's Taco funny, Bell. like our perspective, right? Because South Everett really isn't that far away. It's but it feel, five minutes away. Yeah, I mean, it feels like it might as well be in like Quebec or something, you know. Um, but it is a shorter. I do think that South Everett is like my favorite place to go and eat right now. I've sort of ate everywhere in downtown, and um, South Everett has all the best sort of ethnic food, for yeah, sure. That is one great thing about. North and South Everett, if you get tired of exploring one, there's probably a lot in the other because there, there's a lot of stuff in South Everett for sure. Yeah. So we're trying to bridge that gap. We're, but, trying, we're trying to bring North Everett and South Everett together. Maybe we could all have like a summit at the 41st Street Ivers because that's like right in the middle. <laughs> we'll all go there. They got the wild Alaska salmon dinner, you know, go there. I haven't been to that Ivers in a long time. Have a have a cup of chowder and a three piece and a black cup of coffee. <laughs> there Gross. you go. You're set. <laughs> Gross. So let's see. I'll answer this question if I still love Everett. And it has been, you know, interesting doing uh living Everett for over three years now. And uh I, I definitely love Everett in this community. The the challenge for me has been there isn't probably 
anything I can do without the possibility that I could make that into something for work, you know, and do some type of coverage of it, whether it's even just going for, you know, a walk or if I'm with my family and we're going out to dinner and in the back of my head, I'm, Oh, I could take a picture of this for Instagram or, Oh, maybe I could do an article while I'm eating here. And, um, early on as we started doing this, I had to kind of like catch myself a few times and realize like, you know what? Sometimes I just got to enjoy life and not think about how I can cover this for work. And it, I would say it's still a challenge though. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's just that always, op- always that opportunity or if I'm going to go do something this weekend and oh, that'd be fun to check out, but Oh, well if I go, should I, you know, should I do an article on it or a video or, or do coverage? And so there's still that, um, that challenge a, a little bit, but as I've been telling you guys, I've been getting really into Everett history lately, uh, just within like the last week or two. And it's become like my new obsession. And everyone knows when you get a new obsession, you're going to go hard on it. I get way and, too into stuff. And we're going to, we're all going to become Everett history, um, experts here through your obsession of Everett history. And I can't wait. Well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. But, um, I would say it's teaching me a whole new appreciation for, for this city, especially some of the, so it all started because, uh, I live in the Bayside neighborhood and miles in the distance, I can see the Rucker mansion atop the Rucker Hill. And it just hit me the other week. I was like spiraling out of the Rucker Hill, like some sort of strange, (laughs) gross vine reaching to the heavens. Right. This this (laughs) magic, this magical, little number up there that everyone knows it as the Rucker mansion, but it just hit me one day. I'm like, I don't even know what the Rucker's names were or anything. And so I've gotten really into like this research project, learning more about Russell Rucker, Russell Rucker. Is that one of them? I don't think so. No, <laughs> the, the original founders that the mother was, uh, her name was Jane. And then her, her two boys, peanut um, Rucker were, it, it was, uh, Bethel and Wyatt. They went by WJ and BJ and they were the, initial three records that came out from Ohio. And I've been learning all these fascinating things about what they did and their family and their whole story. But, uh, yeah, just learning about some of these places like that mansion or all these different great buildings around town and just connecting with like these stories from a hundred plus years ago of these things that are still standing there, the street where that thing took place. Totally. And, uh, like when you really, like, I've just never taken the time to internalize it. And like really put myself there and like just feel like the reality of like these different stories. And so that's been a a really cool new thing lately that's been giving me a whole new appreciation. I think that's one thing that I love about Everett is that I feel like the soul of the city itself and like all the history still kind of permeates everything, whether it's from like the like the signs that are fading on the brick or like you stumble across like a a plaque or something like that on an old building. Like it's always still, it's always there in some way. It's sort of like dig into it, like reading Richard's smokestackers or, you know, having the, the guests that we've had on from historic Everett talk about the history of Everett. It just feels like it's always there and it's always around. And that's, you know, Everett hasn't lost its soul. Like so many other cities have, Mm -hmm. you know, Yep. To, to time. So I feel like the thing about Everett is Everett was built by hardworking, resilient, tough, creative, skilled people. And I feel like that personality is so ingrained in Everett. I feel like the people of Everett are like scrappy 
and talented and resourceful. And, um, yeah, I love that about Everett. And that's, what's so tricky when like someone brought up earlier with like feeling safe and just like, like the rougher aspects of Everett too. It's like the thing it's, I love about it. Yeah. It's like this tricky thing. Cause we all want to feel, feel safe in our, in our community and have a place where our friends and family and children don't have to like worry. But then there is like this rugged toughness too, of like blue collar perseverance and the, the struggles of life and then the reality that kind of come with it. And totally. Yeah. I feel like nature abhors monoculture, you know, like uh, the sterile, everything's straight and perfect. And, uh, that's just not how the world is. That's not how nature is. And I feel like if we try to design cities that way and make them that way by pushing out the people who are not upper class white people, then, um, it becomes really just gross. It's not real. It's, uh, all the charm is gone. You can't learn anything anymore. There's no perspective. Uh, all the food sucks, you know. Everything's just like a another Walmart, you know. Trim Dudley just told us more about this run-in that he had with the officer. And it starts off by saying, when I was riding my electric one-wheel skateboard at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> it's a good start. <laughs> I like this. I know where this is going. Um, yeah, any story that starts that way is my kind of story. So thanks, Tramp. Can't wait to read that later. Wait, you're not going to actually share the rest of the story? You're just going to leave everybody hanging? Well, it's a little bit long. Okay. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. Well, next time I see you writing, Tramp, I'm going to say hello. Because I think I've seen you before. I haven't seen too many one wheels um, around town. I think that's what they're called. One wheel? One wheels? I don't know. But they're pretty sweet looking. Well, you know, it seems like a one-wheel scoot, uh, scoot board is a great way to save energy. And you know what another great way to save energy is? Uh, is? Is by bidding your furnace farewell. Swap your old dog-tired electric furnace for a new efficient heat pump. For a limited time, get enhanced rebates up to $2,000. Heat pumps can reduce your heating costs by up to 50%. Plus, they provide efficient cooling for the summer. Get started at snopud.com slash heating. End of ad. That was smooth. Thank you. Henry gets the Segue of the Year Award. Hello, everyone. Garrett and Tyler here with Liv and Everett, along with uh, Mayor Franklin, uh, Mayor of Everett. So thanks so much Hello. for joining us today. You ready to play some fast favorites? I am ready to play. Okay. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock and see if you can answer these five questions. Okay. And Tyler, whenever you're ready, take it away. Ready? Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's do this. All right. Here we go. What is your favorite place in Everett to tell friends about? My favorite place to tell friends about is Funko. Where's your favorite place to get outside? Uh, Boxcar Park. Generally speaking, where is your favorite place in Everett? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my favorite place in Everett, generally speaking, uh, the downtown core. Awesome. Uh, favorite event in Everett? My favorite event in Everett. Well, I, I can't say the state of the city, right? <laughs> no. I think you can. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you you know, mayor. that is a great question. We have so many different events that I like to attend. I think I... I really like the 4th of July. I like the state of Everett and I like uh, uh, a lot of the shack festivals that spill out into the street. What's your favorite hidden gem in Everett? My favorite hidden gem. Um, eight seconds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no eight pressure. ball cafe. <laughs> okay. 
Awesome. There you go. With four seconds to spare. Oh, my goodness. You did it. Oh, good. good job. Nice, nice job. Good job. It's hard to be mayor, right? Because you have to really think about your answer. You're like, who am I going to offend with this answer? I know. I know. <laughs> Where when you're not the mayor, you can just answer, yeah. you know, exactly. without worrying about making everyone mad. Okay, great. So now we're going to play Ever Trivia. The chat can play Ever Trivia along with us at uh, at home, too. This is a Living Ever uh, First. Living Ever Live. For these trivia questions. F it. F it. We'll do it live. <laughs> to quote Bill O'Reilly. An hour late. <laughs> but put right on time. All right. Let me pull up these uh, these questions here real right quick. And we'll get into this. Uh, all right. Here we go. You fellas ready for question one? Hit me. Here we go. Approximately how many gallons of water are produced each day by Everett's water filtration plant? How many gallons of water? 60 million, 50 million, 40 million, or 30 million? This hmm. is each day of our delicious tap Let's water. See. I is, think is, it's it, about... is it cheating if I wait to see what um, Yeah, don't our, look at the screen, say. Think about it. I drink about 12 gallons of water a day. Me too. And there's a little bit over 100,000 people in Everett. So if you do the math, my skin is so beautiful. divide that by 365, carry the one, add a dollar sign, even though it doesn't mean anything. Um, okay, I got my answer. All right. Going with a trusty rule of thumb Are here. Are we showing them? It's yeah, a total guess. Them? You can show them. I, uh, uh, All right. show, what, do you, what do you got? I guessed 40. I guessed 60. Both of you are wrong. It's 50 million. 50 million gallons of water a day. Wow. And, I, and yeah, Tyler and I probably drink half of that between the two of us. <laughs> we are a well-hydrated city. I thirst. Good for us. Um, how many miles of... Here's some water stuff that you probably shouldn't drink. How many miles of sewer mains does Everett own and maintain? 334. 487. These are very specific numbers. 271 or 163. How many miles of sewer mains? All these are just total guesses. It's Three, like, I know. How am I going to long term potentiate that? 334, that. 487, 271, or 163. Speaking of numbers, happy 311 day, everybody. Amber is the color of your energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to say I'm ready. That's I have what no I'm idea. Say. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a guess. I'm going against my better judgment here. I have a rule that I follow on these kinds of questions. Here we go. Um, all right, I'll pick one. What you got? What you got? What you got? I went for two hundred and seventy-one. I went for three hundred and thirty-four. Tyler's correct. Three thirty-four. How did you, how did you come up with that? Because it was the first one. <clears throat> you know. Uh, my uh, lucky guess deductive reasoning inductive reasoning applied at the same time alright so it was a lucky guess final question for today true or false Everett's water system supplies water to 75% of Snohomish County's businesses and residents interesting they're saying Spada Lake our water source or water system Water system, it says. Hmm. 75% of, what is it? Businesses, Snohomish County's businesses and residents? Yes. Basically Snohomish County. Yeah. I think it's what would be included in that. I wonder. 
I mean, like, there's like over 800,000 people around the whole county, and there's over a little bit over 100,000 just in Everett. So that, I don't know. It's 70, wow. I like, I, I feel like I want to say true because my rule with true or false with these kind of questions is that they want you to, they want to blow your mind, man. So I'm going to say true, but I think it's false. I said false. It's true. Oh yes. Snaps. Really? The system always works except for that last question where I went against my system (laughs) and still won. Man, I I blew it on this round. Jeez. Well, congratulations, Tyler. Next week on episode 101 is the final week of our questions. For the uh, Everett Essentials for trivia, Everett Essentials trivia, and I've reached out to every community college to get some uh, to get some questions, and haven't heard back in a while. So hopefully, <laughs> they're, they're working on them, and we'll ha- we'll have some EVCC questions in two weeks. Awesome! Hey, huge, mungus shout out to a few of you awesome supporters out there who recently signed up to support us on Patreon. Uh, just wanted to give a big, huge thank you to Jill Marilli, Ann Timms, and Satiros Rebelos. Oh, Soto. Thanks, Soto. I'm glad you know how to pronounce his name, because I was just about to apologize for probably butchering people's names. Soto. But Soto. There we go. Thank you, guys. You are awesome. Uh, all brand new supporters. That support is uh, huge for us. Helps us keep sharing uh, podcasts like this and articles and videos all about the good things happening in Everett. If you want to learn more, you sure can at patreon.com slash live in Everett. Uh, if you want to look at becoming a uh, supporter of live in Everett, uh, we'd love you for life. And thank you for hanging out on the live in Everett podcast and the live stream too. This has been a lot of fun for real. So much yeah. fun. The last two podcasts have been the funnest podcast. We should definitely do this again for, for, I think so. for sure. Yeah. If you enjoy the podcast, please help others discover it as well by subscribing on Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. That actually helps us a ton. So please do that. If you'd like to drop us a line, you can contact us, podcast at liveandever.com, or you can leave us a voicemail, which nobody ever does. 425. Somebody leave us a freaking voicemail. 425-341-3731. Thanks for joining us today. Special thanks to all of Ralph Army for our theme music, to our producer, Henry J, and all of you out there on Facebook Live. Appreciate you tuning in. Remember, good things happen in Everett because of you. So thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everybody. This is why we're Everett till the grave.